What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. So we got the team back together here. Yep. Very nice. Um, hope everybody's doing well out there. If you have not yet followed us on Instagram, please check us out and give us a follow. Our handle is at Let's Talk Soccer. Simple enough to remember. Uh, but give us a follow. We've gotten a lot of lot of followers recently. I think now that um, you know football sort of heated back up, there's a lot of uh, teams on tour and a lot of friendlies and preseason stuff going on. And then, of course, in I think 18 days from the day we're recording this, uh, Premier League is back. Yeah, it's crazy. It's already back. Cannot wait. Um, speaking of preseason, uh, Josh and I were in Houston, Texas this weekend. So a lot of uh, European teams, uh, bigger clubs have come to the United States uh, for this tour called the International Champions Tour. And every year for Josh's birthday, uh, we pick a game and we go to it. And this year we saw Bayern Munich and Real Madrid play in Houston, Texas. It was a very good game. Very, very good game. It was a good game. It was very entertaining. Um, and just overall a, a great trip. But we figured maybe we'd talk a little bit about that game first and then start to get into some fantasy Premier League stuff. Um, all right, what are your observations from the game itself? Uh, well, Benzema sucks. God. what do you, He whiffed on, what did we count, five? Yeah, five different times. Five different times. Not just... Um, you know, oh, he missed a really difficult opportunity or, you know, if if the ball would have been passed better, he would have had a good chance at it. These were just flat out, you know, at the goal mouth, just misses. Yeah, I don't know how he was not able to even get contact with the ball. If you closed your eyes, you would have had a better chance of hitting the ball than he did. Yeah, because he, I don't understand. Because they were all within the six-yard box. Or oh yeah! Close, and he just I mean, they were even. Gosh, if there was a three-yard box, it would be within that. Um, Bayern Munich won three-one. Yep, three-one. Um, Benzema easily could have won the game for his team if he would have converted a couple of those. Um, but Real Madrid did create a lot of chances. Yeah, which was did. cool. Hazard played, and he played well. Some people were asking. We posted. Um, the lineups before the match began, and a lot of people noticed that Hazard had uh, jersey number 50, and uh, we found out that was actually to commemorate the 50th anniversary of, um, of the Apollo moon mission when uh, we put a man on the moon. So um, Sort of odd. Yeah, a uh, little tribute to Houston, I guess. It's cool, but I, I, you, know, you wouldn't expect it. So NASA Mission Control... Um, is based in Houston. So I guess that was a little shout-out uh, to the city as well, which was kind of cool. But um, all the big guys played. Hazard, Cruz, Modric, Benzema, Neuer, Lewandowski, Mueller. Not Bale. Not Bale, no. Um, kind of feel sorry for the guy. I mean, he traveled all the way to the United States, traveled to Canada first to train with the team. Uh, then he's got to travel around the U.S. and he knows he's already been told he's not going to see a minute yeah. of time on the pitch. Uh, and now uh, Zidane has come out to say, "The sooner we get rid of him, the better." Is basically 
to paraphrase, um, which is probably better for Bale too at this point. It can't be a comfortable situation for him at all. Um, but, you know, Hazard looked good. He looked happy with his new team. Um, what else? We So uh, non-game related, we um, went to, we stalked Real Madrid at the team hotel, uh, which was the Four Seasons in downtown Houston. And uh, we saw Alvaro Arbeloa. Arbeloa, who is a two-time Champions League winner with Real Madrid and a one-time World Cup champion with Spain back in 2010. And Josh got a couple of photos with him, which was really cool. And then um, we somehow snuck up a couple of floors to see if we could catch the team walking around or on their way to lunch. And in fact, we did. Uh, We were in the elevator banks and um, the elevator stopped and a couple of uh, hotel guests got off. But in that elevator, uh, was Varane and Zidane and a couple other players. I didn't get a didn't chance to look him. at all of them because the door kind of closed. But we were, you know, within a couple of feet of, uh, you know, two World Cup winners from France. Yeah, it's pretty um, crazy. Which was really, really cool. Varane is super tall. Um, what else? And then we stuck around and saw the team get on the bus and everything where they did not sign autographs, which was not very cool. Um, Especially considering that we... What, stood there for like two hours? There were hundreds of people standing out there in the hot, in the heat. If you're not familiar with Houston, Texas, it gets uh, very, very hot. Um, yeah. Super hot. So, yeah, uh, that was not awesome. But um, the game was fun, and we had a good time. So um, that's what matters. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's transition over to a couple of things FPL-related. Uh, this will be a relatively quick uh, podcast episode for us today and should also mention that we are recording this on uh the 22nd monday the 22nd of july by the way so help put things in context a little bit all right first thing that we've seen a lot and we are posting a lot of teams from a lot of managers who want feedback from our community which is great but we have literally hundreds and hundreds of requests so we are getting to those as quick as we can but one common thing that I'm seeing, not yeah, frequently at least, um, is five at the back. I'm seeing a lot of managers invest a lot of money um, in their defense and sometimes including their goalkeeper, which doesn't leave them a lot of money to utilize throughout the rest of the team. You know, so if I'm looking at sort of how teams are trending, defenses. Uh, the most um, sturdy and the richest in terms of uh, talented players, FPL points getters, um, and budget. Midfields are usually fairly good, um, and then the forward lines are a couple of budget forwards, and that's about it. Um, If that's how you want to build your team, that's perfectly fine. But uh, we wanted to just sort of bring up the fact that when you build your team – with five premium defenders in the back, or even say four premium and one sort of mid-price, you have really limited yourself in terms of what other formations you can play. So most of these teams are right now a uh, what a five 
or a 5-4-1. We've even seen... Think about then what types of players you have on your bench. They are almost certainly you know, the cheapest at their positions, which means that should one of your defenders have an injury or any of your players have an injury um, or there's, they're left out of a game for rotation reasons or you just want to change based on fixtures, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck yeah, you with are. five at the back. You, you don't have a whole lot of options in terms of that. So think about not just game week one and not just overall, oh, these guys got the most points last season, so I got to have all of them in my team. Um, yeah, we know that defenders are sort of a uh, desirable position to get right now because of what Alexander Arnold and Laporte and players like that have done in the past season. But you need a balanced team. Yeah, you can't just go overhaul on defense, especially considering, yeah, these players did have great seasons last year. And I'm not saying don't go and get some, but you also have to think it's very risky because if we're talking just going for a clean sheet defender right, and they give up a goal, yeah, that's all yes. the, that's the points gone where if you invest more in, say, a midfielder or an attacker, yeah. that's better. They can miss all those opportunities. Right. But then the one time they do, right. they get the points, get where the it's points. sort of the opposite with the defenders. Right. Yeah, you're definitely uh, you know, playing the odds um, you know, different ways depending on the position you focus on. A lot of these players that people are going out and getting uh, have a lot of attacking points as well, which is great. But again, if your team isn't balanced, you're sort of you're stuck. You've yeah. painted yourself in a corner, and when everything aligns perfectly and that formation works out, that's great. But change happens a lot um, throughout sport and throughout the Premier League and the FPL. So just I would advise to have a more diversified, sort of well-balanced team in place where you can choose to play a 4-4-2 or a 3-4-3 if you want. Um, or if uh, a player gets injured in warm-ups and doesn't play, you've got somebody that's somewhat reliable on your bench to go in yeah. for that person. So diversification, I think, is, is key to all of this. So speaking of bench players, and this is our second point about FPL, um, and we've posted this on our Instagram and Twitter accounts, is we see a lot of teams with Dendocker, uh, Kelly, and Greenwood on their benches. And we have those, we have those three as well. And, of course, Button in goal. Um, but take, take the field player, the outfield players for a minute. And um, I think this is a pretty good combination, unless, of course, you have a little leftover money from your starting 11 and you want to get uh, a player that's a little more high profile, by all means, go ahead and do that. Um, but I think these players will get fairly regular points yeah. um, throughout the season. So if you look at at least the preseason activity, uh, Greenwood, and we've posted these stats as well, Greenwood, um, I believe, played... Two out of three games. I'm 
I may get these a little bit off, but generally speaking, two out of three games, including one start, um, and had two goals. Solid, very solid. And, and created a, a decent amount of chances as well, yeah. um, which is great. Um, Dendocker, yeah, okay, this is it. Started two games um, and was fully rested for the third, so he wasn't even on the team sheet. Um, and Kelly has been a consistent starter as well. So, you know, sometimes the best you can hope from your bench is just two points, um, you know, for playing, starting and playing more than 60 minutes. Honestly, that's pretty fine with a bench. Yes. Because we're not, you're obviously not hoping for these guys to get, well, if it is, if they do get massive points, then great, they yeah. do. But let's say you have that one player who doesn't play a match. And yeah. that, that two points, right? it just makes a big difference. It's just helpful. Um, yeah, because you add that up a couple times over the season, and that starts to, to move the needle on your overall rank. Um, and I do think that Kelly will, will get a lot of starts. I think with Juan Basaka gone now, Kelly can play in the right-back position. He can also play in a couple other defensive positions. Um, so I do think we'll see him as a regular starter. So for four million pounds... That's an amazing investment. Um, he could be this season's Juan Basaka or Doherty um, in terms of value to points provided. Uh, Dendocker is $4.5 million, and so is Greenwood. So, um, you know, th- those are the bare-bones amounts that you can pay um, for players. So, you know, I think these are good investments right now until Very proven otherwise. Yeah, I think these are good. So if that's your your strategy, as of now, as of sort of the you know these two or three preseason games that we've seen, um, those seem like pretty good choices. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that, and of course, um, also recommend uh, other players that um, may be good investments for cheap players that are seeing a lot of preseason activity, um, and of course we'll compare players and do all the things we normally do. Um, but we just wanted to touch on on those three on the bench because we're seeing them quite a bit. And it looks like those could be wise decisions. Yes. All right, guys. That's going to do it. Short and sweet, just like we said. Um, check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. Please give us a follow. Also, on our, uh, our homepage on Instagram, in the description you will see, or in the bio, you will see um, our league code. So please join our league. Our league is Let's Talk Soccer. It's a private league. The code is there, but also the code to join is in all lowercase letters, D-G-L-P-T-Y. D-G-L-P-T-Y. So please join our league. We also have posted um, that code um, recently, so check us out there. And until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.